Hey guys, this is Tina B. And Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life. It's ugly. And it's raw. It's real. And it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole. 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 This is us. And our gift to you. Hello there. Happy Tuesday. She's full of it again. Do you remember that um, uh, Robin Williams Good morning, Vietnam. Do it. Do it, <laughs> no. Tina. Come on. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Robin wackos. Williams is a great. He's, I can't. I can't believe it. Oh, I can't duplicate him. He's just wonderful. No. And do you know how many movies he actually was in? No. Me but neither. I'm certain I it don't was know. many, many, many. <laughs> and they were all good. How are you today? Um, Actually, now that I'm sitting here with you, <laughs> I'm high. Good. Yeah, I'm totally high. A little freebie. Uh, <laughs> That's nice. It's off of natural endorphins. Me too. I'm feeling it today. Are you? Oh, yeah. Good. I wasn't Absolutely. feeling it until literally I sat oh, down. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That makes, this is, there's something magical about this room. I'm, no medical marijuana necessary here. <laughs> That's good. Good. Cool. <laughs> Sean. Okay, so it's Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Uh, how much did you eat? Um, I allowed myself to eat as much as I wanted to. Good I went to my you. in-laws in California. We ate our, the turkey. My mother-in-law did a turkey that was so moist and wonderful. Mm. Mm, it was perfect. Oven? So, was it in so the good. Oven? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it was, I know that's a horrible word, <gasps> but it was, it was, um, damp. No, no. Moist. <laughs> what do you mean? It was wet. Moist, what do you say? Tender. It wasn't white. dry. How about that? It wasn't dry. <laughs> white or dark. So, it was delicious. Mm. And then they make this cream corn that's like crack. It's got like <laughs> 180,000 calories per spoonful. And, you know, the yams and yep. all the stuff. I had yep. a taste of everything. Beautiful. Um, the green beans were good with mm. f- bacon that was fried fresh right there. And you know, you should be a food critic. I've I just, Like as much as you make job. your lunches fancy at work <laughs> and you bring in your home to the office I and do. you like do your gourmet I have stuff. gadgets and all kinds she of stuff had lentils today <laughs> i'm sorry everyone <laughs> well we'll talk about the lentils because that's part of something i started Ooh. yet again yesterday <laughs> so what about you did you eat have a little bit of everything um okay so i didn't have much of an appetite mm. and um i actually was that because it, there was an emotional uh, good question good question and yes the okay. answer is yes okay. so when i did sit down it Nothing tasted good, and and uh, it, to be honest with you, my mom's really a great cook, a good cook. Um, I'm ready to bring on my own traditions. Mm. So I've never had to do a Thanksgiving meal. I know I never had to cook. I always bring stuff, but I've never had to cook. So I think next year I'm going to cook my own damn bird. Ah, that's nice. Yeah, I th- that's cool. Good for I you. Don't know. Maybe I air think fry everybody's got to do it. Every air fry it. Well, I think I got one for Christmas coming, so I'm going to really? air fry the shit out of that bird. Cool. Okay. So good. I'm glad that you were able to uh, spend it with your family because that's really what's important, right? It really was. And Me I was, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to you, my dad, every holiday, 4th of July, every holiday that we get together as a family, he does this trivia thing. Hmm. Yeah, so he'll do a little bit of research. This time around, it was um, about our family heritage. Samuel Fuller was a 12-year-old boy on the Mayflower, and he's my mother's ninth generation 
cousin, brother, I don't know what Relation the hell he is. Of yeah, sorts. yeah, ancestor. Nine generations. He was on the Mayflower. And when they finally got here out of the 150 people, I can't believe I'm remembering all this. Good job, Dad, for teaching yeah, me. Yeah, good job, you. <laughs> <laughs> Only 40 actually lived mm. um, because of all the storms and the things that they went through sailing um, to the United States. Actually, it was North America. But when they when they got here, um, Samuel Fuller's dad was a doctor, and uh, he had died. So his uncle actually raised him. Mm. So he does these things that just gives us information. Or he'll um, sometimes my favorite is when he'll say, "Hey, I've got five dollars. Whoever can guess this right, no Google, no phone are allowed." And he just has they, the most random trivia. Oh, really? And you can bank. I mean, he'll just shell it out. So, really? Yeah, I'm dumb, and I don't really get the money, but... <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> say you're dumb. <laughs> but he asks questions that are freaking cool. Well, are cool. they, like, history-rich and stuff like yeah, that? And yeah, and quirky, and sometimes, yeah, like, like... the guy who came off the Mayflower. I don't... I mean, when I think about the Mayflower, I think about that guy that stepped on Plymouth Rock from third grade with the big buckle on his shoe. <laughs> like that's, that's it. <laughs> the big Capricorn that you got to make. Cornucopia. Cornucopia, what they call it, Capricorn <laughs> shit. All right, so. Yeah. So there's that. Okay, but so. But you were in Cali. I did, and uh, we brought our daughters with us. Oh. We brought Samantha, who's 15. She Road doesn't have a trip. choice. I mean, she's coming. There's. She wanted to. Of course. And then my 22-year-old came. Oh. <gasps> Who immediately turned into... 12. When are we stopping for snacks? Where are the snacks? <laughs> Can we go to McDonald's? Are we there yet? I have to go to the bathroom. Pulling my hair. She put candy on top. She was putting, can like, pulling one little string of hair. Ooh, those hurt so I, bad. Just, and giggling, like, I know. <laughs> oh, she so was I was so ready to get element. rid of them after six hours. Bye. Did you did you say you rode in the back seat with them? No, no. Oh, okay, no. I pictured that. No, no, no. Like, that was no. But they've a been trip. making that trip since two thousand three. Well, Marissa, Samantha was born in two thousand five, so they've been making that trip for a good fifteen oh, years. I go back at least stuff, huh? once. Yeah, once a year. Yeah. So it's a long trip. It's a long ride. And what you know, we I? DJ, we play music, we listen to podcasts. I did say, Greg said, why don't you put on your podcast, honey? And both of the girls went, no, please. Oh, what <gasps> the heck? I'm going to get them in a I room know. with my dad. Little bratties. Yeah, seriously. And they can all hash it up because they have no idea what they're missing. I know. Bye, Al. S Marissa has listened to a couple. Sam just can't. Sam can't be bothered with anything that doesn't really involve something she might gain. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not putting her down. She's 15. Yep. And at that age, she's thinking about very little yeah, that, or serving getting, others or like, that's yeah. not her jam right just now. Just getting by. Yeah. Just getting by yeah, and getting so. the minimum, bare minimum done. I did. Um, that's a good segue actually into what else I wanted to. Okay. So I ate at Thanksgiving uh -huh. and I allowed myself to eat as much as I wanted to. I always feel a little sick after I overindulge. I sure. just don't feel good. Sure. But, but I didn't want this Thanksgiving to go by without me having a little bit of everything. Okay. So I also did it because I knew I was going to start my cleanse today. I know, which I want to say that it's not a cleanse anymore because I really want it to be a lifestyle now. Sure. Um, I do not That's a feel, pretty big commitment, Tina. It's huge, but I will tell you that I, it's the Quantum Cleanse by Kathy Freston. I, I want to plug her as much as I can. Um, 
or the book and it's a mind body spirit cleanse wow. but i never feel better than when i'm doing that that and um i couple it with my hot yoga in the morning uh -huh. or my hot bar mm -hmm. or whatever i sure some punishment i choose your to do before i go to work and, yeah and your relaxation so i mean i feel clean i feel you know it's oh, i'm two days in and i already feel just so good and i'm still detoxing you go from to the bathroom junk. okay like well, i mean that's a serious question uh, totally, curious question actually. totally and i think a lot of women suffer from issues with that um i do but i i try to eat as much fiber as i can so that i can yeah but there's issues for sure um i've and, heard that like because mm -hmm. i've never really done a cleanse i'm not gonna lie to you and that's why i am flabbergasted that you can hang on for 21 days and cut ca caffeine coffee sugar everything out like I, it, when somebody else says it woman. back to me, I'm yeah. like, no, I don't think that. I think mm, that you I, have to be committed. Well, I am also driven by pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. So I was having this pain in my side, and I went to the doctor, and he told me that it's not anything to be worried about. He thought maybe it was my gallbladder. Recently? It's not. Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. Crap. And so, but when the ultrasound came back, and he, you know, reviewed it and did all that stuff, he said that um, it was not anything he was worried about. Mm. Or, because when they say that, you're like, oh, great, I can go overindulge now. And and he said, but it's nothing that diet and exercise can't fix. So I, you know, I ask for these answers. I, I'm always looking to the universe and to, to God and to get these, you know, help me, give me a sign. How, how can I, you know, change my heathen ways? Mm. And, um, and that trip to the doctor did it for me. That was enough for me. I'm, you know, in the middle of my life, little maybe two thirds ish in my life age wise. And I'm in a place where I need to take better care of my body because mm -hmm. it doesn't function like it did when I was 25. Yeah. 35 I mean, or even 45, honestly. Also our, our mental state. Did you know that once you, uh, people reach the age of 20, they start losing their memory capacity? No. Yeah. Wow. Technically we only have so much memory bank mm -hmm. and the first thing to go is short term. So, cause you, I mean, it has to spill out somewhere. So you're going to lose memories. Um, the second is, um, long-term memories that are not attached to intense emotion. Mm. And then the final hoorah is, uh, emotional memories. Um, is that what we hang on to? You, have you ever been with somebody when they've passed away? Not present in the well my doggy but that's it oh not a and, not a human and maybe no. he was talking to you at that time but i have mm. i've been with many people um when they were passing in in hospice many, care. many. really mm -hmm. oh you were in hospice care so mm -hmm. okay. i was the director of a okay. hospice care and um with that they were very uh you know kind of in that delusional state because they they tend to not eat for three days that's when you know. Doesn't your life like flash before your eyes? I mean, and I don't mean that in a way like when you're on the roller coaster and you think you're going to die, but life literally you start to relive stuff, right? Yeah. And and they're really not communicative, mm -hmm. but they're you know using their hands and and um, communicating in that mm. way. But their eyes are kind of glazed or shut, and you can tell that they're reliving the That's intense really memories of their life. And my grandma was the last one that passed away. And I remember like wanting to learn more about her. So I just quietly mm. watched her 
and she was such, she was a mother of 10. Oof. Single. Wow. Yeah, single, um, you know, had <clears throat> marriages in between, but she raised 10 kids per, on her own through the uh, segregation period mm. and, and whatnot. With that, I think uh, that's where I get my grit from. Mm-hmm. And she, with, with, her experience of raising those kids, those were probably her most precious things that she'll ever, um, she ever was talking about for the last two, three days. And um, my mom. So do you feel like when she passed, like my big thing being in this life right now is to be emotionally, spiritually, and physically clean. Now that doesn't mean that I have to be like the next Miss Universe. This is what I know. I know that when I am doing everything that I know to edit, you know, to um, take care of myself in those three areas, everything daily. Sure. I don't stress about anything. A lot of the negative self-talk goes away. Really? Yes. So when I start to cleanse, I don't go to bed going, okay, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that, Mm. whatever it was, because now my tummy hurts or I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So there goes that. That's the physical part of it. And then spiritually if i'm not like doing my gratitude list and just doing the things that sustain mm-hmm, me that way mm-hmm. i can feel i can feel that maybe it's just guilt i don't <laughs> you know i Literally. don't know but so and <sighs> emotionally you know if i lay my head down at night you know i i've i've this has gotten better over the years it's not completely gone though i mean there's times when you know i blew up at somebody a few weeks ago i mean lost my my, it just didn't take much and i lost my totally i mean i wish i could have seen that it was all over the place well it was ugly for one who was it can i ask no no okay we'll do it off air (laughs) no but but greg (laughs) i told you about it yeah 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 and greg was like closing the windows (laughs) and like he doesn't come from that you know he does (laughs) not come from that and i'm just like (laughs) you're like anyway yeah it was bad it was really bad um i feel bad for them but things like that no i don't actually after after that i'm like oh i probably could have handled that better like those emotional things maybe i didn't have to you know snap at samantha because she asked me for something when i was in the middle of doing something Mm. else and whatever um so when i am there's a balance. It's like juggling. Focusing. Yeah. You're like throwing one, the spiritual ball up, the emotional one, and then nice. the physical one. And if you can get where you, there's a balance and they each play off of one another and it's a beautiful dance. It like it's a beautiful thing. I mean, for you me. feel grounded. You, you don't feel like you're reactive. You feel like you're just more in a balanced focus state. Yeah. Everything yeah. is clicking, yeah. man. It's a zone. Yep. Everything is clicking. So I wanted I want, to add one thing, which one second, okay. just one second. We're going to hold that. that thought. Okay. I'm, I'm on it. I um, will forget, but I, I'll try the, along with the cleanse. And I didn't tell you this earlier. Um, I decided to cleanse my mouth of the F bomb. <gasps> I know. I no, did too. He, this is so freaking weird. Are you serious? I'm not. I am dead serious. So I weird. And I'll tell my, you. I revised my goal list. So this is what happened for me. Spiritual, professional, Because we've had the discussion about the F word. We have. I, I make no bones about it. I've said it. This is what happened. Over the weekend, the Thanksgiving weekend, um, I wanted to my mother-in-law to listen to the mouse story. And there was a lot of F words in there. Oh, shoot. And, um, and the kids were around and like, we had to, it, yeah, it just, I was like, it was PG 13. And, and I wasn't, um, ashamed. 
I just felt, I walked away from that feeling like this thing that I'm doing, that we are doing mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. that means so much to us, mm-hmm. should it shouldn't be censored like for, I should have been able to play that little snippet in front of the family without having to like try to bleep out yeah. and fast forward and do all of that. Yeah. I walked away from that thinking, hmm, I, I just walked away from it thinking it might be better if I, if I just took that word out of my vocabulary for a little while. I don't know, get back to me in 21 <laughs> I mean, days, I might, you know. <laughs> no, and, it's gonna and, be a lifestyle, don't forget. <laughs> what, Tina, it's a reactive thing. Um, that day that I regurgitated, mm-hmm. um, there was it was warranted. I mm-hmm. p- spilled over. I'm not no gonna regrets, lie. man. Uh, yeah, I did actually, mm-hmm. and I'm. Uh, it's unfortunate because I do affect people. They look up to me, or they, you, you know, they they expect me to represent them. Mm-hmm. And um, I have self control, and I wasn't practicing it. So I took that in, and I felt like, you know what, I can I can just do better that I can just do better. I'm not going to look back going, yep, I, I deserve that. No. And that's where we're at. It's literally, I can do better. So I cannot wait because that, you know why that's under my spiritual column. Mm. That's where my imbalance has been in a sense to where I want to get there so bad in a full whole completeness that I was just desensitized about some things. I agree. Mm -hmm. And it was until I played it back and listened to it that I thought maybe I could be doing better Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than that. Maybe what the voice that I want the world to hear, all you five people, you hear that? I, I want it to be um, strong mm-hmm. and clear mm-hmm. and I want it to be, and I don't think that always has to contain profanity no. to get the point across. I think that it, um, I love vocabulary and I love words and I love finding new ways of punctuating my vocabulary and the things that I say. You actually say so. some things. I don't know if I've told you this, but I'll go in and um, look it up afterwards. <laughs> I do. Cause I'm like. I'm just going to act like I know what the hell she's talking about. And I'm going to go look smart. Next time I say it, I'm going to use it. <laughs> but okay, so there's the plan. I, so I what appreciate gonna- that honesty because uh, when you make the commitment to something, even if you have a, a slip up or a setback, it means nothing that you cannot overcome. And totally. so many people think, oh, man, I just can't see. That's just who I am. And I'm like, mm, that one's got to sting. You're just totally keeping yourself mm. as a victim. Doesn't make sense because mm. you're always going to try. That's how we're built to be mm-hmm. as humans. You try, you try, you try, you try. But I want to stop cussing because I want to stop cussing. Go for it. Not because I think somebody else thinks that I should. Like, it's everything's got to yep. be my idea. Yep. <laughs> you're true to yourself. You're I, trying to be a very authentic to yourself because how often do you live for other people? I mean, for not very their- much anymore, but I have spent a lot of time <sighs> be a mom, give birth and you, you're doing it. Right. You know, so. Right. I actually wanted to say something pretty wrong on that, but I'm going to hold it back. Um, with the, oh, I see, I knew I wouldn't remember the comment. I knew I wasn't going to remember sorry, what darling. it's fine. It's my memory. <laughs> my memory. Shit. You were just talking about the short term memory, memory, right? <laughs> okay. Did you know that Sunday was the busiest day for us travel since the pandemic began? I love how we just squirrel. We went right into something else. 1.7 million, according to the TSA, 
for, on Sunday. On this last Sunday? Why not Wednesday and Sunday? Did All people, road travel or air? Air and, travel, okay. TSA, so flying. Oh, wow. So people flew from Wednesday, probably Thursday, maybe Friday, I don't mm. know. And then Sunday, everybody came back. So it wasn't, you know, it, it was. That's a, a lot of people. That's a lot of people, but it's, and it's down, I think 10% from, or 40% maybe from last year. Goodness. Yeah, it's a lot. I know the airline industry is struggling. So while but... I was in California, I did a little Black Friday shopping. I felt kind of bad when we were having our little party at work. They Everybody went around and said what they were going to do. And I said, I was so proud to say that I was going Black Friday shopping. And not because I was bragging about it, but because through the pandemic, I have remained employed, thank God. Mm. And I, it's very important that I put that money back out into the Ooh. economy through small businesses. And I did a bunch of online shopping. Girls, my girls, yes. Um, and through small businesses, through blah, blah. A Wayfair and Amazon were my businesses. small businesses. <laughs> yeah, I actually spent way too much money because I'm trying to furnish my home. Sure. You know, it's going to be done in mm -hmm. three weeks. And I'm like buying bulk stuff because I had to high, buy everything mm -hmm. new. I gave yeah. everything away because it made me feel guiltless, mm. whatever. But it was fun. Shopping. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you, I, I'm going to ask you on air. <clears throat> Does shopping feed your um, pleasure sensor? Yes, and something, absolutely. <laughs> All I have to say is the word pleasure, I and Sean's like, and, yeah. Look, he's scratching things wow, out. Chicka, wow, wow, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> totally it does. But I can get strung out on that, like spending too much money, mm -hmm. I can get really strung out on that and feel like, oh shit, what, like I just. Yeah, I'm gonna pay for this Too now. many shots of whiskey. That's what it feels <laughs> that like. Seriously, even match. Uh, it doesn't. It but doesn't that's what match. it feels like. It's like I get up the next day and I'm like looking at the stuff. You're hungover. And I'm like, oh my god. I mean, the boots are nice, but like, you know, I. But start, when you oh get them gosh, in the mail in for like the next three weeks, you're like, what yeah. did I get today? I forgot. I did order a new yoga mat, <gasps> a manduka oh. that I really wanted, and I've been eyeballing it for a while. So that sounds expensive. It was half price on black friday hey there we go so it was forty dollars it was like an eighty dollar mat what the freaking heck is it worth it but it, it they're nice i believe it's you. a nice mat i believe you. maybe i'll come in chakra with you or what oh do you namaste God. it sometime <laughs> i'm i've heard it's very i mean jennifer aniston look at her she does it every day hot yoga is wonderful it's like detoxing all this junk out of your body daily i it do that every day about so 8 good. 20 a.m myself <laughs> <laughs> my, my body's on Charmaine a clock. Just snorted. snorted? Oh yeah, it is snorted. Uh, my body's on a clock. Go back. We got bullet points, but the thing is, is it doesn't matter. I spent money at a place that I used to work at when I was 18 years old called the Record Alley in Palm Desert Mall. That's cool. And I thought what of is our it? friend Rick. It's a, called the Record Alley. It's a record store. Oh, cool. Vinyl Do you have a record and, player? No, oh. but I, um, <laughs> but I, they have buttons and posters and t-shirts and oh, it's, nice. it's, it's, uh, that's cool. Samantha loves that store. She'll I, spend an hour in there yeah. easily. So those vibes are cool. So we did that. That's another small business. Shout out to the record alley in Palm Desert. They've been in business for 50 years. Wow. They made it through, man. See, that means that they're quality because yeah. so many businesses shut down. I know he's been in the so same location many. for not the entire 50, but mm -hmm. Since I was eighteen, I ran that little. You were shindig. you worked there. I was the yeah. I worked there and then I was the manager. 
I had and no, we were great friends. Yeah, it was huh. fun. It was fun. So I gave back to that place. Um, so let's talk about, we're getting ready to go to a break. Mm. Think about this. Think about the things that you've done, if ever, mm-hmm. to cleanse physically, spiritually, reset, and emotionally. Like all three of those places, any time that you've maybe wiped the slate All at the clean, same time. Or separately, it doesn't matter, however. Separately is good for me. I've never really, I've always had just an imbalance. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I'm like all rerouting anything. Right. Um, I, there was a time in my life that I definitely could say I had to have a complete change of heart, a flip. Yeah. Flip the coin, it's time to go go to the other side. So let's talk about what, what we have found that works and share it. I love it. And then what has not worked. Yeah, I love well. it. Maslow's right. hierarchy of need, right? <laughs> this is Whack-A-Mole with Tina B and Charmaine G. Raw discussion about the messiness of life. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Whack-A-Mole. Welcome you back to Whack-A-Mole, raw discussions about the messiness of life. Now, here are your hosts, Tina B. and Charmaine G. Tina B. Hi. We're back. (laughs) Okay. So. Good question. I will answer that. Again, uh, physically, I've really focused on that uh, since my divorce. We're talking about taking care of ourselves emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Sorry, I just wanted to catch them up. Thank you, thank you. Just so f- physically, um, I always, uh, you know, kind of do the opposite to where whenever I'm living stressful or high intensity, which is all the time, mm-hmm. that I don't take good care of myself. But then when I'm in a comfortable space, and maybe in a loving relationship, I get comfortable, I'll treat myself and I will put on weight. Mm. Um, and I'm too damn short to put on weight, to I be honest with you. It's like, oompa, oompa, <laughs> you know. With that, I have just said, you know, I'm getting older mm-hmm. and my metabolism's gone to the point where I actually have to do something about it. And, and, um, I'm probably, I'm not in the best shape of my life, but I'm going to get there. Damn it. Um, Ditto. and it doesn't, what worked for me then doesn't work for me now. Right. Emotionally every day, emotionally every day. It's, I, I think it's honestly what's going on in my life. However, though, when you look at emotions, every exposure to an experience or a conversation is going to change that. So if you're coming into the game, like, you know, when you're at work and somebody comes in and they're, they're, they're already pissed off or they're carrying something from their home in or whatever. And everybody's like, Oh, I'm not going to go around her. They look like, like um, pig pen <laughs> yeah. with the yeah. energy around yeah. them. They're just yeah. like, you just see them coming like a mile a away. They're like, oh, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it can bleed. So I think emotionally, um, I, I had mentioned today that somebody was like, are you really always this happy? Like, is it real? And I said, it's real when I'm actually happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I didn't invite you in my office when I was crying two hours ago either. 
So, I mean, I don't know where you're going with that because I'm going to have emotions and I'm going to have things that, that cause that with, that's life. So do you think that's crying life. is part of an emotional Releasing cleanse? an emotional, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How, oh, like, I didn't for years. I really? Didn't for, yeah. I can't imagine my life. I, I've been a crier since I was a little girl. Really? Oh, no my gosh. periods I, of complacency, no, like, plateaus or anything, huh? I think maybe when I was in my addiction, mm. uh, like, Back in my 20s, yeah. I just, yeah, but it came after that. I've yeah. always, I've always found relief in that. Mm -hmm. Some people think it's shameful to cry. Somebody not very long ago told me if I cried as much as you, I'd commit myself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not. I feel good about it. I, I feel good about it. And I think the body remembers. Yeah. I think that the body holds on to everything I, that's the next book on my list i've read some quotes from it that i have right now actually here I love it. um but that's the next book because i think that we hold on to so much stuff if we choose not to deal with it it gets stored away as mm -hmm. that energy mm -hmm. gets stored away somewhere and you know i've mentioned the untethered soul a million times that michael singer talks about how we should allow stuff to pass through us mm -hmm. because when we don't when we hold on to things we're holding on to, uh, it's like toxic waste. Yes. You yes. know? Well, you can't really heal. You can't no. even have like a, a, a baseline to even get started whenever you're emotionally, it turns physical too. Have you, do you agree with that? Like, have you ever been so emotionally upset? Not the physical crying and actual tears coming up, but to where you're nauseous. Maybe you've thrown up. Yes. And you're you're shaking. Anxiety. Yeah. Like to migraine. The, to the point of no return sometimes. Right. Yes, it's crazy. It's like I just want to go and put the covers over. So my head. all those three areas impact one another. Totally. To I mean, it's so easy to intellectualize that mm -hmm. and for us mm -hmm. to say it and to see it. For, to be able to balance that and to really work that and navigate it is is my life's work for crying out Being loud. Being aware, though. I mean, so many people can say, I'm just hungry or I didn't get enough sleep last night. Instead of taking a deep look of, hey, I'm really not attacking this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm avoiding it. And I, I understand why, because I, I'm, I just don't want to deal with it. Confrontation, I'm afraid and fear. Um, that's That's what's recently going on. I think for the most part is for me, that's when I'm going to grow. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just going to warn you viewers when a trial comes along in my world, it does nothing but get me stronger. Mm. So, okay. So emotionally <laughs> we've said, we cry. I cry. Yeah. That's, that's a thing for yeah. me. And I shared a few episodes back about that on that forgiveness episode, how I cried and cried about, um, the grief of my mom, the yeah. grief I had been yeah. holding in for a long time and finally let that go and how that cleansed me of so many things. And I think if we can do, if I can do that at least weekly, not daily, that's what in order I can't go through with it. But weekly, I think that um, I could be clean enough to um, at least pass something on to my kids. Yeah. And not be, you know, I don't want to be, um, how am I trying to say this? If I hold on to emotional things and it becomes toxic for me, it's got to come out sometime. Yeah. And it's going to come out as angry words. Secondary. Usually if somebody, you know, you ever been just doing something like 
maybe you're in the kitchen cooking or cleaning or something. I don't do that. You're, <laughs> you're engaged in some sort of activity, okay? And not talking to anybody, but you're obsessing. <laughs> and you're obsessing and you're obsessing and like your innocent little child comes in and goes, mom, and you like immediately get what? angry because they've now interrupted you obsessing on negative thoughts that aren't even in your space right now. And I've done that. I've yeah. done that. Yeah. And I, I tried so emotionally when I lay down at night, I mean, I'd go through a little bit of a checklist, call it an inventory if you want to. I mean, it's not like, um, I'm not a spiritual giant or anything. I'm not trying to portray that. I'm just saying that I like to look back and go, I probably could have done that better. I probably should have said this a little bit different or, and then maybe I'll go back and make that mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. show some sort of increase of love or whatever, um, whatever's warranted there. Right, right. You know? So, and then, but physically, what do you do physically to take care of yourself or, um, or do you? I do. I w I've been running. Um, I used to be a competitive runner, but however, I think a lot of it is actually caring. You know, mm -hmm. you can actually say you want to do something, but when you deeply have a care and a desire, action takes place mm. for me to mm -hmm. where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to do it. Nobody else is going to do it for me. I get one body, one mind, one spirit, one soul, one shot at this freaking life. Mm -hmm. So I got to do something about it. I can tell you um, one of the biggest, so the three areas of dimensions that we're talking about, um, I mean, the three areas in the spheres of emotional, uh, physical, and spiritual is who we are as humans. Um, there's many dimensions to those though, and they have kind of a hierarchy order. That's why we're emphasizing emotional so much mm. because we're built with feelings. Um, I'm gonna tell you a story. Um, whenever I, was um, second child in baby blues talked about that before mm -hmm. devastating baby blues mm -hmm. like off the rocker baby blues mm -hmm. stupid medication they never told me to stop taking mm -hmm. damn it mm -hmm. um that i go in there and the doctor's like how's things going what medication are you on and i update him and and he was like can i tell you something and i said sure and he's like it's kind of personal i'm like okay and he said, uh, yeah. no, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm flowing. And he said, um, why do you take that? And I said, because the kids suck the life out of me and I'm not working right anymore. And he said, no, no, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. Are you LDS? And I said, yeah, I am. What does that have to do with anything? Well, I'm going to okay, tell you, sorry. just because I think honestly, it identifies that you are spirituality. I mean, I uh, could say, okay. are you Catholic? Are you Baptist? Whatever. But I'm we live in freaking Utah, breath. so uh, sure, 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 sure. It's cool. I didn't take it as like a spiritual racism. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he asked that, I said, I am, and he said, you and I, everyone in this entire world that's a human was born a baby, and every baby that was born has a range of the same emotions and we're supposed to learn and have those expressions of emotions. So when you take that out of the element, you're really disservicing yourself. Mm. And I thought, well, can you tell my husband that? Because he really does not want me off my medication. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> um, so his solution was to walk through it. We're born like yeah. this. We got to walk through the pain. Yeah. See, that's a huge motivator for me. 
I, I have always been, thank goodness, driven physically. Like I don't have a problem with exercise mm. and I like it. It's an outlet mm -hmm. for me. I, I enjoy that. Um, and I played sports when I was young and kind of a tomboy. I, that's mm -hmm. just the way mm -hmm. I'm wired. Um, so when I get out there and do it, the older I get and the more time I spend at my job and the more time I spend, um, with my family and there's not always that time that I get to take. I have to take it early in the morning because nobody gives oh, a shit yeah, about yeah, me yeah. then. They oh, just don't. Yeah. Um, that's the best time to do anything, by the way, is when everybody's sleeping because everybody's safe. Nobody wants any food. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or a ride. Yeah. Or mom, mom, And you mom, know where mom, they all are. Mom. Like they're, yeah. you know, and they're, and they're quiet. Oh, what, when do you get up? What time? I try to get up about 4.45, what the hell? 5 o'clock ish. But I Good stopped one, yeah. doing that in the last, for two weeks I haven't done it. What and are you I, at now? I get up when I'm supposed to, like in the, well my alarm I'm clock goes up at like 5.15, I get out of bed at like 5.30, quarter, quarter to six. Oh my gosh, you guys. Even if I'm just laying there for the longest yeah. time just thinking or whatever, I like to What's do that. What's the first thing that you do when you wake up? I just stare at the ceiling. I wake up and I, I look around at my surroundings and I just kind of make a spiritual connection mm. with my higher I like power. That. I do. Same. I need that quiet. But then I, it's not always like that either because Samantha, you know, loves to come in and get right in my face and just stare at me until I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's Hello, spiritual. good morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I say a prayer because for me that armors me up. That makes me feel like that's part of who I am for sure. And I can't do this alone. Um, can we, can we dive into that? Is that cool? D dive. We're Thank jump. You. Cannonball. I do think we're talking do. about physical. Emotional is like the biggest priority. Mm -hmm. And let me read the eight dimensions sure. really quick. Uh, emotional. The second spiritual. Third intellectual. Physical. Environmental. That's huge. Who we're surrounding ourselves with. And what environment can play a part in the other dimensions, financial, occupational. Uh, you got to love what you do for work. And if you don't love it, figure it out or move on. Um, in our culture, because mm, we spend at least 40 hours a week doing that. The, yeah. We, They're like, not doing that in the bush. <laughs> They're not doing that in the bush. <laughs> They're not. On the farmlands. Um, and social is eight. And the bottom of it is the social. And I've always thought we're connected. We have a sense of a desire for belonging with others. Um, there's been the most growing periods of my life was when I was alone. I was asked by my counselor hmm. last week. I've started going to therapy. Woo! I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it is a safe place. It um, provides non-biased feedback and um i get an understanding of of a focus just for myself that hour yeah. right mm -hmm. and it pays i have to pay a lot of freaking money uh to do yeah. it but i want to invest that in myself and when uh i was talking about who i am as a person i identified that i tend to tone it back with the spirituality mm uh work environments things like that i i kind of portray that um you know that 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 i'm more on the other levels of dimension like i'm emotional i'm fun i'm lifting i'm um you know wanting to push people and encourage and hope and all of those things mm -hmm. um however though 
the only reason I can do that is because I'm guided. I've known that. I'm going to get emotional. I've known that from the most devastating time in my life that um, being comfortable with saying that I understand that I'm valuable to the core and I have a gift to give and finding that purpose Mm -hmm. is the only way that I can get things done. So I flipped that order between emotional and spiritual. I don't think everybody, I don't think everybody gets that. Mm -mm. Um, Well, I, you can feel it, right? Yes. I, I can, I have that experience as well. Like I had a moment where I felt like divine intervention. It was like a knowing when we were talking. Well, there was that too. That was such a good one. Yeah. But there was also like, I had this time where I was just like laying in bed going, what what do you want from me, man? Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. It's bigger than just trying to pay my bills and spending time away from my kids at this job. Just grinding. Like just, uh, it's not, it's, there's more, there has to be more. And and I got my answer. I did. I got an answer just about, you know, you're supposed to be paying more attention to your creative side, start writing. You need to draw. You need to honor That's that your these talent. these gifts that are God given. I love That's that. what it's about. Oh my gosh, I have you chills, know? and I did shave my legs this morning. That <laughs> sucks, but so um, with <laughs> I like shocking him. Like, I can we move this camera out of the way because I want to. Like, you're my muse. <laughs> I'm gonna shock the shit out of Sean um, with. The spiritual side of it, and I just go spiritual when I say the S word because that to me doesn't match. And that's kind of my conflict that I do have in myself. Being 100% on all the time, meaning like, doesn't mean that I'm not human. It doesn't mean that I'm not gonna make mistakes. I have wholeheartedly, and I can definitely attest that forgiveness is real. Um, We're our own worst critics when others and things may never even ask for forgiveness, Mm. you have to find it from yourself. And how you do that is by whatever spiritual connection you have. What is, what do you think? The first thing that comes into my mind when you say that is uh, absolutely. Sure. But what is human nature? The first thing we do, or at least I did it when I was young, like before kids and all that, I would just cover it up with somebody else. Like when I think about blaming, you mean? No, like if I was having a problem um, like in a breakup, mm. then I would like, at some point I would be like, okay, I've been crying for three weeks and this sucks. And so now I'm going to go over here and, or somebody just shows up, you know, and he's like really bright and shiny. And I'm like, Oh, let's do bright Pretty and new shiny. One. Yeah. And you, I, st- I've stunted my growth that way. Yeah. I've stopped yeah. that process of moving forward through it in order because then I enter that not whole. That's mm-hmm. just been my mm-hmm. my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not so masking it, so yeah. to speak. I mean, fixing it. it. Either you could be yeah. That could that fix could be a, a man in our case, a woman. Yeah. Uh, it could be another human being, or it can be drugs and alcohol. I mean, that's my experience. No, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. When my point is this, is that when you're actually okay with being you. All of those things come in alignment when you're accepting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how to juggle. 
Um, but she's doing it in the studio and (laughs) she's doing it in the air. So I think that's the reason why the balls aren't dropping. But (laughs) I want to tell you though, when you're accepting of yourself and you say, you know what? I made a big mistake. I've wronged somebody. Mm. And instead of in taking that responsibility and saying, I'm emotional, I messed up, I'm hurting, I'm shame, I'm guilty. And you go back into, I'm a freaking human Mm -hmm. and please forgive me. You have to have that humility. Yeah. No, I, that's the change of heart. That's the change of heart and it's acceptance. Once you have that, I promise you, you'd never toe the line again. You go, you just go over the wall. You go over the wall and you're like, you know what? I've grown as a person. You let I'm it at, pass through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm at the stage in my life um, to where I cling to those experiences now instead of trying to be like uh, dismissive or be like, right. oh, that's too corny for me or mm-hmm. too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not that. Mm. Um, masking serves no purpose. No. It serves no purpose. And it's okay to kind of say, where's this coming from? And what do I need? You know what works for you. You're going to this cleanse thing because you know you've had that opposition. You know what it does for you and it benefits you. Mm-hmm. I know that when I go to church or when I I go for myself, mm-hmm. I feel my tank because I, I wait for that feeling. Mm-hmm. I wait for somebody's to say something that reaches my personal soul that I can go that was what I was supposed to learn today yeah, totally that was that was for that was for me Thank that's you. those are the things that sustain yep you and I you know I have found um I have found that sustenance in many places mm-hmm. healthy places though I mean I looked for it in you know yeah in the bottom of a bottle and you know <laughs> Then it wasn't there and I was drunk and it was got real ugly but um so the body keeps the score which I I mentioned earlier so we know that um another human drugs and alcohol bringing something else into the fold before you fully grieved doesn't it doesn't work for me Mm. so that's that's one thing i want to say does not work for me drugs and alcohol definitely don't work um so don't overlap right don't overlap work through it it's so easy for me to just sit here behind a microphone and go just walk right through the pain (laughs) you know and it's not not that big of a deal it is a big deal because it can be gut-wrenching it can be fetal position i don't want to get out of bed kind of pain and it, it doesn't matter what brings that on it's loss it's grief, Mm -hmm. loss, Mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned the book, The Body Keeps the Score. um, And I I have some quotes. I have not read the book and I always feel a little bit like a fraud. (laughs) Um, Like I'm, like I'm robbing the, I want to read the book and I've listened to some of it. That's half-assed. But some of the, it's enough. Yeah. Um, So The Body Keeps the Score. Um, His name is Bessel A. Vander Kolk. Bessel A. Vander Kolk. K-O-L-K. Um, and he is the author of that book. He says, as long as you keep secrets and suppress information, you are fundamentally at war with yourself. The critical issue is allowing yourself to know what you know. That takes an enormous amount of courage. Okay. Let's bust that down. Mm -hmm. As long as you keep secrets and suppress information, you are fundamentally at war with yourself. Mm -hmm. 
You're not accepting. No. Because you're not telling yourself the truth. I'm listening to a book that's on Reese Witherspoon's uh, book club right now. I decided instead of buying the hardback that I would, when we took our trip, I wanted to listen to it. And I haven't gotten completely through it, but it's about group therapy and it's a memoir Mm. and um, read by the author and she's adorable. Mm. And she said something about one of her experiences in group that the facilitator, who's a psychologist, said to her... um, you're sick when you keep your own secrets, secrets, but you're even sicker when you keep somebody else's secrets. Ooh. And I literally listened to that three. I was like, what? Okay, Wait, can what? You say that again? Exactly. Yeah. You're sick when you, you, the more you keep your own secrets, the sicker you become. You've heard that. Yeah, you're yeah, as sick yeah, as yeah, your yeah. secrets, mm-hmm. but you're even more sick if you're keeping secrets for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about how we will hold on to somebody else's fear. I think often it can start with our kids. Hmm. Or our my, close significant other yes, spouse. If my, if just, this is, this is not even true. This is just a scenario. If my daughter were afraid of the dark, um, then, and, and I'm, I'm not going to force her into the dark, but how often as parents do we pick that up and carry that for them? Yep. You know, they and have then to learn. She, right. And then she's maybe going to go on a sleepover for the first time or go to the haunted house for the first time. And she's scared shitless of the dark. Right. And we're all keeping that secret for her because she wants to go and be a part of it. Like, that's where all that shit kind of starts. Um, and you know we what start, I'm taking from this? Because we're about to end. Yes. What I'm taking from that is that if you don't know how to do it, you don't know how to regulate your emotions. You don't know what you're feeling. You don't know how to get back on that Monday diet because you failed this last week. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to get in touch with your spiritual connection. That means yourself, actually. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to yes. get in touch with yourself, then reach out and talk to someone. How are you doing it? Help me because I have this need and it has to be filled oh my goodness and you got to find your niche you've got to find where what works for you and you never stop never quit quitting oh my gosh that's what my kids yelled that was our mantra we never quit last night right (laughs) after we said the prayer so cool all right thanks for joining us again you got our point balance your shit out see body mind and spirit let's do it let's hear from you guys this week Love it! You've been listening to Whack-A-Mole with Tina B. and Charmaine G. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Watch us on YouTube and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for, well, whatever may happen with Tina B. and Charmaine G. on Whack-A-Mole. This has been a production from a podcast studio.